So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. All right, hey everybody. This is whatever happened to sin, right? This is a good question. I'm going to turn this up a little. All right, hopefully you can hear it. Hey, welcome to the Bible News Radio, people. Why don't you abort it instead? Do me a favor and share it out too, okay? Yeah. Why? Say it ain't none of my business, huh? A woman's got a right to choose. Yeah, they do. Yeah, big, uh, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna find this show very interesting. I guarantee it. I heard the reverend say, okay. It's probably normal in the good known sights. What's to be debated? Jesus never stated what's right. Yeah, he did. I know theology nights, but the reverend may be a little confused. But if the Lord don't care, then he chooses to ignore her. Tell it to the people, the Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. Okay. So there we go, people. So that's whatever happened to sin. And as you all know, we talk about this all the time on our show. We talk about the hot topics of the day because that's what people want to talk about, right? They want to talk about things that um, matter. And I think some people, they just want to argue for the sake of arguing. But that's not why I'm bringing this topic up today. Um, By the way, you can actually go over to YouTube and find out. You can find that song, Whatever Happened to Sin. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can. It's an old song. I like it, though, because it's so... The lyrics to it are so fresh for today. I mean, they you know they were fresh back then in the 80s, but now they're fresh today in the 2019, you know? <sighs> so, we're, we're still working on the camera issue, so I'm we tried to get rid of the the light. Put in one if you can see me okay, though, if you think that the picture is tolerable. Anyway, for those of you guys who are watching, if you happen to be listening to the show on the podcast, uh, do me a favor, send email to me, let me know. <laughs> that would be super cool if you did that. Uh, you can email me at stacy at biblenewsradio.com. There's no E in my name, in case you didn't know that. All right, so, uh, so we have a lot to talk about today, and we're just going to go ahead and jump into into the news. Um, there's a couple of things, though, I want to say before I uh, do this. And that is, number one, welcome to the show. Glad that you're here. If you're one of our first-time viewers, I am your host, your sweet and lovable host. <laughs> Except for the people who want to harm me. Those people, well, they don't really know me. Otherwise, they, they would want to give me a hug, you know, just saying. Uh, anyway, you can go over to our website, BibleNewsRadio.com, anytime during the show. You can follow us on all social media platforms at Bible News Radio. We made it super easy. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, 
uh, Periscope, uh, and other places. I'm, my my middle aged brain is it's like, where where else are we at? I, I'm on Snapchat, but I'm not necessarily there. But whatever. Okay, so the here's the thing. Oh, and if you want to be on my text message list, that's the best place to be. You can text me. You can text the term Bible news to 33222 anytime. And Bareface, if you want to throw that up sometimes during the show and, you know, you can go ahead and do that. Keep it up there a while. I think at some point we're going to have this scrolling some, you know, sometimes. And that way, if you're not on my text message list, you can, you can go ahead and check it out. But so last night I was on Facebook and I got news that I, I, I got this article and we, we're going to read it first just so you can hear what it says. Um, I was scrolling through and CBS News, I follow them for some reason. <laughs> don't know why but I do but anyway I followed them and and there was a um, article that was titled Ohio abortion well actually it's titled a pregnant 11 year old rape victim in Ohio would no longer be allowed to have an abortion under the new state law okay so first of all that is clickbait that is a clickbait article in case you didn't know that, okay? Clickbait for sure. Um, instead of, and the reason it's clickbait, you'll understand in just a second, but. Totally. Okay, so it says here, Kate Smith wrote this. An 11-year-old girl in Ohio was allegedly raped by a 26-year-old multiple times, leaving her pregnant, according to police reports. And by the way, let's just like get it out right here. I, it's so sad that I even have to say that, but duh. Any normal person would like condemn that, right? And and there are so many layers to what I'm going to share with you. But uh, yeah, rape is never okay in any circumstance, man or woman, uh, girl or boy. It doesn't matter. The victims are always the victim. And, um, you know, it's just a violent act of aggression. <clears throat> so obviously, I don't want anybody to be raped, unlike some of the commenters who commented, which I'll show you in a minute. Um, but anyway, so it says here, um, a state law passed in April, but not yet in effect, says that victims like her don't have a choice to have an abortion. They would have to carry and deliver their rapist child. Well, first of all, let's, let's, let's look at reality, okay? First of all, how many 11-year-olds are actually raped and impregnated, okay? Does it happen? Sure, maybe once in a hugely vast blue moon, <laughs> okay? This is something that doesn't occur every day. This, it's, this, is, this is like like one in a gazillion chance this takes place, okay? So the fact that they're using this as clickbait and everybody's getting outraged about this is, that should tell you something, But but just think about that just for a minute, okay? So... All right, so it goes on to say, the law prohibits women from obtaining an abortion after a fetal heartbeat is detected about five or six weeks into pregnancy before most women even know that they're pregnant. The law provides no exceptions for rape or incest, to which I am wholeheartedly supportive of that. I, I think abortion should be outlawed. First of all, I don't think Roe v. Wade is even constitutional. It should be outlawed, period. Nobody should be allowed to kill a baby in the womb 
at any time, there's no exception in my book, okay? Incest, rape, doesn't matter to me. How a child is conceived should not determine the death of that child, okay? But that's where I, and and call me a right-wing extremist, whatever, I don't care. Okay, in an email to CBS News, the, the Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost defended the statute. Sometimes the evolution of the law requires bold steps, Yost wrote. In the last 46 years, the practice of medicine has changed. Science has changed. Even the point of viability has changed. Only the law has lagged behind. When signing the bill, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine focused on the rights of the fetus. The essential function of government is to protect the most vulnerable among us, those who don't have a voice, he said. Government's role should be to protect life from the beginning to the end. Though the 11-year-old in this case won't be subject to the state's pending law, there we go, now now you know why it's clickbait. Thousands of other women in the future would be. More than 4,000 women were raped in Ohio in 2017, according to data compiled by the FBI. Of those, more than 800 victims were assaulted by a family member. In the future, if women became pregnant as a result of such crimes, Ohio's so-called fetal heartbeat bill would prohibit them from receiving an abortion anytime after about six weeks, which is before most women even know they're pregnant. <clears throat> An incident report filed April 29th by the local police department reflects an interview with an employee of a pregnancy care center who appeared to place some of the responsibility on the 11-year-old rape victim. She is rebellious, the employee said, according to the police report, and refuses to listen to her mother and runs away from home all the time. A separate incident report does not adequately redact the victim's name nor her home address, even though the victim is a minor. CBS News' attempts to reach the family of the 11-year-old victim were unsuccessful. CBS News was not able to confirm the status of her pregnancy or what options the family would pursue. Don't you find that interesting? I find that a little bit interesting. The report noted that the rape was non-forcible. Police officers found the victim at the home of her alleged rapist, Juan Leon Gomez, after her family reported that she had left the residence without her mother's permission. That night, Leon Gomez... Uh, was arrested. After the arrest, the police report says the 11-year-old rape victim was counseled on her delinquent behavior. Last week, Leon Gomez was indicted for felony rape and obstruction of official business by the Stark County Court and held on a $1 million bond, according to the court documents. He's scheduled to be arraigned May 20th. Ohio's six-week ban isn't slated to go into effect until July, But abortion rights advocates from the American Civil Liberties Union and the Center for Reproductive Rights have vowed to challenge it in court before then. Of course they have. (laughs) That's what they do. Just like the right challenges them when the laws go the opposite direction. So that's nothing. I mean, that's, that's normal. Even though Ohio joins five other states that have passed their own six-week bans, none have been implemented. They either haven't taken effect yet, as in Georgia and Ohio's case, or they were blocked by a federal judge like in Mississippi, Kentucky, Kentucky, Iowa, and North Dakota. With uh, Even with the law not yet implemented, the 11-year-old would face many obstacles if she did want to terminate her pregnancy, said Elizabeth Nash, a senior state issues manager at the Guttmacher Institute, a reproductive rights research organization. Prior to Ohio's six-week ban, the state's laws were already some of the most restrictive toward abortion access, according to the data from Guttmacher. Abortions after 20 weeks into a pregnancy 
are prohibited in the state and minors like the 11 year old rape victim must obtain parental consent or argue their case to a judge, which in that whole thing would be totally horrible. There's so much that already has to fall into place already for a girl like her to have an abortion in Ohio, never mind a six week ban. Rape and incest exceptions took center stage last week in Alabama where chaos erupted during a legislative session when state Republicans quickly removed an exception for rape and incest victims in a near-total abortion ban bill. On Tuesday, lawmakers plan to debate and vote on the bill. If it passes, which it's expected to, it will be the most restrictive anti-abortion law approved since 1973, uh, ruling Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court case that protects a woman's right to an abortion. <clears throat> All right. Okay. <clears throat> So there you go. Okay, so that's that's the story. CBS News went ahead and posted on their Facebook page yesterday. And, of course, I'm minding my own business like everybody else, scrolling through the news feed, just seeing what's there. And when I saw this, my first reaction was, praise God, the heartbeat bill got passed. That's awesome. You know, that means these little babies in utero... Uh, who are pre-born and they're not yet fully developed yet, but they're in mom's womb in the safe place, supposedly the safest place you could be, um, are going to be protected. But the clickbait headline, which was extremely misleading, as you now know, because I actually read the article, because if you just read the, the headline, it's easy to get all upset about it. But if you don't actually bother to read the article, then, you know, all the outrage happens, right? So I simply wrote, two wrongs don't make a right. And I was like, yeah, this is awesome. So in other words, what I meant by my comment was, yeah, aborting the baby because the woman was raped, the girl was raped and conceived a very, 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 very extremely rare occurrence. Uh, you know, the, the baby shouldn't have to pay the price for that. So then, and I admit I, I was dumb. I actually decided I was going to answer people's comments. I mean, I made that one comment and got completely pounced on you guys. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh, there's a pro-lifer. We hate her. But what came out of the mouths of mostly women toward me, your sweet and lovable host, when I tried to respond to a couple of these, I'm going to show it to you. I took a Zoom video, or Loom video. I don't know if you guys use Loom or not, but Loom is a great tool. You can do screen captures on it and everything. And I, I have five minutes. I could have done it a lot longer, too, by the way. So I have five minutes of these screenshots with the names of the people who, who did this. It's all public record, so um, I want you to see some of it. I actually narrate the video, so Randall, when you're ready to play it, let me know and go ahead and watch it. Ready to roll. Now, check this out. So, CBS News posts this headline, Under Ohio's new heartbeat bill, abortions after about six weeks are prohibited, even if the pregnancy is a result of rape or incest. So, I said, awesome, two wrongs don't make a right. Look at the leftist purveyors, lovers of death. Look at their comments. There's nothing wrong with abortion. Stacey Lynn, so a rape survivor should be forced to carry their rapist baby. What kind of ass-backwards world do you live in that a rape victim should be punished? You think it's right for an 11-year-old to give birth? So I said, tell that to the dead babies that are being murdered. There's so many vile comments, I can't even respond to them all. 
And what do we tell the little girls who are raped and end up pregnant that they don't matter at all? Where the hell is your compassion? So if you're already traumatized, 11-year-old daughter said to you, she didn't want to have a baby. You'd force her to have it anyways and let her be raped all over again in nine months. That's so illogical. And then I responded to this person by saying, the same one you live in where you believe the innocent baby should be murdered. Yeah, this here is actually cognizant of the left. I'm disgusting. And let's see here. Who the hell wants to raise a kid by the man that wrapped them? What is wrong with you? <clears throat> then I said, tell that to the dead babies who don't... Oh, she said, tell that to the dead babies who don't exist yet. Get real, you ignorant fool. Then Leslie Gord Howerton says, I hope you get raped, and let's hear how you feel then. So I responded... In the unfortunate case of incest or rape, absolutely, murdering a child because of how they were conceived is not a reason to murder them. Are you going to help the 11-year-old? I actually responded to that one. Are you serious? You are seriously an awful effing person, says Mall Mallory Brubeck, who happens to be a registered nurse, apparently. What the F is wrong with you? This is risking her health. Are you that effing stupid, says Rocky G. Mm-hmm. I'm a effing inconvenience and exactly what's wrong with this country. Shut it, says Amy. Mm-hmm. You can see the... <coughs> New York State Office of the State Controller. Uh-huh. Jeremy Zink. No, having more than enough people on this planet is more than enough reason to dispose of the, that little blob of cells, says Jer Jeremy Zink. Look at this. This is amazing. Am I really this ignorant? Every now and then, yeah, it's natural. Okay, yeah, that's... See, Karen says, if I... If I and, and I responded here, I said, if I know who they are, absolutely there are more pregnancy help centers here. And these people are laughing at this. The little girl's body is not fit to carry a child. It's quite possibly that she will die or the child will die, which is a lie. The child's going to die. They want them to die anyway through abortion, so that's illogical. Aaron Fisher, what size of red dress and wings do you wear? Got to get our orders placed early so they ship in time for Gilead to start. Being raped and impregnated by a family member at 12 is simply being inconvenienced. Like, seriously, what the hell is wrong with you? Pull your stupid head out of your ignorant ass before you suffocate. Says Kathy Doolittle. Clearly somebody too afraid to use their real name. Do you also care about unarmed black children getting shot by police? Again, it's interesting. That's sick. You'd want a little girl to go to her elementary school pregnant, be mocked by her peers, and carry a baby in her underdeveloped body, not to mention the psychological damage of a baby having a baby produced by trauma, all because you were on some moral high horse for a bundle of cells, says Danielle. Mm-hmm. Look at the ignorance here. The child is being victimized enough but take the risk of the baby killing this child when the child didn't ask for this. Look at that. All these vile, wicked 
purveyors and lovers of death. I mean, these, these, these comments, man, from these purveyors of death. So it just is amazing. And, you know, it's really interesting to me. I'm going to stop this, but it's really interesting to me how, you know, very few people actually come in and actually supported this. It's actually unbelievable. So you can see the lovers of death here. Unbelievable. Okay, so there you go, people. Um, wasn't that enjoyable? Sorry for the language. I totally probably should have. I probably have to put a put this under the child protection, uh, you know, thing. Did anyone support my comment? Yes. Actually, I think one person that I saw did. I don't know. I'd have to go back. I had to shut notifications off because there's probably, I'm going to guess at least a hundred more like that. Probably. There it might be even more than that. Um, I, let's see, I'm going to scroll back through here. Um, come on says you hope she gets raped. Well, no, I don't hope anybody gets raped. That person hoped I got raped. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but so, so I share this with you, not because I'm trying to get sympathy. Okay. I don't, I don't need that like for this situation, but I share it with you because I got to show, I, because as a 50 year old woman, Okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> As a 50-year-old, I looked at the comments and the majority of the people that it looked like to me that made those comments were young. First of all, they're younger. Um, they clearly didn't think through things. Very emotional because on the one hand, they were outraged that this 11-year-old was raped, although one of them, Eric, Erica, made the comment that it was done by a family member, which I thought was interesting. The article said nothing about it being a family member. Uh, the, the article said it was a 26 year old. So 26 year old to, if you read the article the way I read it, it sounded like the article, the article highly suggested and Randall, you can confirm or deny it to me. It sounded like the article suggested she was a rebellious kid who left and wanted to be with this person um, because they didn't say it was unforced. Right, uh, non-forceable. Sorry, I can't be on camera. We don't yeah. have a second camera that works right now. We need to get a new camera. Um, but, you know, it says the report noted that rape was non-forceable, so it's, it's statutory rape because it's a 26-year-old right. guy and 11 your right. girl, and she was over there multiple times. The reason mm -hmm. multiple times because obviously her home life is not well. That 11-year-old would want to leave her home often and right. and and go spend time with a 26-year-old non-family member. But the, but the article does mention about family members. Yeah, it says, um, more than 4,000 women were raped in Ohio in 2017, according to data compiled by the FBI. Of those, more than 800 victims were assaulted by a family member. Sure. It's like, and what that what does that have to do with anything? So what I hear the the person the it tells you the prevalence of incest. That's what it tells. Well, you. right, and then the person writing the article basically what it tells me is that if there's a you know if there's an outbreak of automotive automobile theft somewhere, you know there's a section of town where car theft is rampant, then the solution is to buy bicycles for the victims. Right. And let me make this clear. <laughs> okay. But let me let me make this clear. I don't think I think that eleven year old is a victim. 
And Indeed. I, and I condemn the 26-year-old from for doing that, even if... Sick. Sicko. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's an abuse of power. It's, it's inappropriate. It's evil. It's wicked. And all that. That isn't what's at issue for here. The reason I'm sharing this is because I... I had to show you guys, based on my one comment, which was two wrongs don't make a right, right. Mm-hmm. you would think that I had said something like horrible. <laughs> but I understand the spiritual implications behind all this. If you don't think that there is a spiritual war for people, then I don't know. You might, I mean, most of you guys get that. But, but I'm just showing you. That is not a spirit of love that came after me. And when I tried to clarify a couple points, like some people, well, how come you wouldn't take, why don't you adopt her and blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm like, well, there are more crisis pregnancy centers in America. People are lined up. There's a shortage of people to adopt because people keep aborting their babies. Um, But here's the other thing that's thrown out. What about the foster care system? Here's here's my answer to that one. Having been a therapist in in the public schools for a couple years, Um, And knowing a little bit about how that works, the cure to the foster system is the cure is the family. If we can keep the family, mother, father, in marriage, period, people of faith, you know, and build the traditional family back up again, who are healthy people, you're not going to have people in the foster care system, right? The foster care system is a result of the family breakdown. Single motherhood, single fatherhood, drugs, alcohol, abuse, all that stuff is a result. All of this stuff is a result of the breakdown in the family and not doing it God's way. And exactly. And I'm you know, looking at the am solution. I right or am I right? People? You're right. I'm right. And just looking at the proposed solution here or the supposed, you know, the proposed crisis, <laughs> supposed crisis. Well, it's a crisis, these instances, whatever. Women are getting raped, so we must have abortions. It's like, why don't we deal with the rape situation? Exactly. If, if, how is that going to solve that? Woman gets raped, she goes, gets an abortion, you know, no signs of pregnancy, and then she's vulnerable to another rape. Right. I, I you know, I, I would hate, you know, it's rape is a heinous crime. Yeah. But, but I, even though tough thing to say, and I'm not giving it as a solution, I would suspect that that woman carried the baby to term, she'd less likely be a rape victim without an abortion than she would a, um, you know, then being a, you know, then having an abortion, having a, having an abortion, I would think would make her more likely to be re-victimized as a rape victim rather than being pregnant. She'd be less likely to be raped again. I'm so, not saying that's the solution no, no. To, to rape. The no, solution but, to rape is, but also is to under, prosecute. Under, underneath all this, though, too, I have to say that if you think about it, and that's what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to help you think. Not that you guys need my help to think, but just saying. <laughs> you turned in for my opinion, so you're getting it. Um, and bare faces. Um, why the outrage? I'll tell you why. Because what these comments show is a couple of things. They show, number one, the spiritual warfare. That's for sure. That's, That's obvious. Number two, though, it also shows within the human being and within us, it's innate that we have a need for justice. Mm-hmm. Do we not? Yes, we do. Because what was the, what was the thing? 
What was the thing that got most people upset? 11-year-old was raped. And then they got upset because how dare I say that they have to have the, they have to bear the fruit of that rape. Nobody actually said that. I, I actually never said that. I do believe they should not abort the child, but they have that choice to put that baby up for adoption. Thereby, the girl does not have to raise that child. She can put that child up for adoption. That is an option. The problem, though, is that people don't look at that as an option. They immediately jump to the injustice of the rape. And how dare you? They consider it a double injustice if I say, no, you can't kill the child. You can't kill the child. You cannot kill the child. What would that baby do? A rape has to be followed by a murder. The right? murder the murder will undo the Exactly <laughs> the effects of the rape. So No it won't. You know, so being called names, you know, using the F word, wishing that I was raped so that I would get it and I would understand. Those are all um the, I mean the the Bible says <laughs> that out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. Though that really speaks to the heart to the hurt really in the people's hearts that said it. And if I had to guess, I'm just to, just to guess, I would say that probably the overwhelming majority of these people, the young women mostly, um, have been hurt some way, right? Um, but the thing is, is they have this need for justice. And where does that need ultimately come from? Who gave us, who gave us the need for justice? Well, God did. If we don't have a creator, why would we even care? And yet Jesus on the cross paid that price. You talk about injustice to the highest degree. That was unjust. A sinless human being taking on the sin of the world. He didn't do anything. Not one thing. Wrong. Not one. And yet he paid for our sin. And yet at the same time, these people cannot see that because they're spiritually blinded. So what's the appropriate response, right? Well, I chose to step out of the conversation because I figured kind of stupid for me to stay there and try to reason with these people because they're not reasonable, right? Um, but at the same time, it shows you the depth of the death of our culture. <clears throat> Yesterday, we, we read a story about how atheism is like the number one religion now in America. I think it was like 23% of the population, something like that, says that they believe that, well, that they're atheists. And we see, and it's been documented, the rise in godlessness, increase in lawlessness. It's that simple. When you see a rise in godlessness, you see an increase in lawlessness. You see crime. You see all this stuff going on. You know, there is no reason. It's like, forget, we don't need God. Okay, God's going to leave us to our own devices. This is the best it's going to get, right? Uh, no. <laughs> you know, so as Christians, we, our job is to be purveyors of hope and life. Jesus said that I came to give life and that more abundantly. You know, he tells us in Psalm 139 that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God knit us together in our, wonder, in our mother's womb. You know, none of you is a mistake. The li in fact, the likelihood of you being here is a lot less likely than you being here, right? I mean, it is one of these things where, you know, the irony of it all is that everybody yelling, kill, 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 they're already alive. You know, where, where are the dead people saying, yeah, go ahead and kill? Um, I was talking to a friend earlier, and, and I know, I know a number of you in my audience. I mean, I know you personally. I know some of you have had abortions. Um, and you have shared with me some of your, 
you know, your sorrow over having that um, in your circumstances. I totally get that. But here's the other other side of the coin that I don't think a lot of people look at. They don't look at the man's perspective on this. You know, men, men, you know, sometimes men will say to their, their girlfriend or whoever, you know, oh, you know, I can't deal with this. You know, please go get an abortion. And they willingly pay for it because they don't want to deal with it. A man that does that is not a man, in my opinion. And I was talking to somebody earlier. It used to be in the olden, olden days, like in the days when my dad was like younger. <laughs> He's 90. So, you know, I'm 50. To some people, I'm in the olden days. I mean, my music is on K-Earth 101. <laughs> K-Earth 101. It's uh, the station for the oldies. Yes, we're playing 70s, 80s, and 90s music. Um, but then anyway, in the olden days, if a man got a woman pregnant out of wedlock, he married her. To do the right thing, right? He was urged to do the right thing. That's right. So-called shotgun wedding. Right. It wasn't, uh, the shotgun wasn't to kill the unborn baby, the pre-born baby. Well, and some people would the... argue, well, the abortion wasn't around. Now it was safe, legal, and rare. You need to go and get a hanger, you know, front, and do it that way, which is yeah. ridiculous, but whatever. Yeah, it's, it's so much safer now, well, compared to... <laughs> Yeah. For who is it safer? Yeah. It, See, um, these guys who who run Planned Parenthood, yeah. they don't care about the woman at all. They, that's mm. that's the biggest line of BS yeah. ever. They they people die at abortion clinics, like children, and um, you know, and sometimes the mother, um, and sometimes those mothers end up sterile, right? I have a couple mm -hmm. of friends that's happened yeah. to. Oh. Um, but here's the thing: the men. They often react in fear, too. My friend Matt Barber, who runs uh, barbwire.com, Matt Barber, he actually paid for an abortion for his, I don't know if it was his girlfriend at the time or whatever, but but um, he highly regrets it. And he talks about it openly, you know, that him, that was one of the biggest mistakes he ever made in his life was doing that, you know. And it's because men, at least in our culture today, are so many of them are fatherless. That's why the jails are full. Yep. That's why gangs are rampant. Mm -hmm. So it comes back to the breakdown of the family, right? Yep. And that's why building strong, healthy, godly families is is vital. And that's why the family is under attack. If you don't think that abortion is an attack on the family, then I'm not sure what you think it is. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's the it's. Yeah, you know, not to belabor this too much, but okay. I mean, just think about. <laughs> so. So, you know, coming from the the pro-choicers, so the response to a violent crime is a risky medical procedure that results in a death. Wouldn't a better answer to violent crime be to bring forth life and bring joy to a family through adoption? You know, the aftermath and... and uh, I don't see it that way. You know, uh, especially a teen mom with the with the experience of carrying a baby would probably think a lot <laughs> more careful about um, you know being intimate outside of wedlock and having that responsibility of carrying a child and caring for her health and the infant's health during gestation. I think would be a positive thing, and then to bring forth life. That is then adopted. I think that's a, I think that's a much better alternative. 
for the young woman's psyche who's been who's been the victim of a violent crime than to follow up that violent crime with a risky medical procedure that results in a death uh, some I, I just that seems like insult to injury so let me or you, or death to injury let me ask you something so uh, because i had this conversation with somebody else who is pro choice and they they were upset because a lot of them are really super upset about the heartbeat bill okay mm-hmm. The heartbeat bill simply says the minute that baby's heartbeat is detected, you cannot kill it. Okay? That's the simple way to put it. Well, that's what they're upset about. Right. Okay. So, but, but I had a pro-choicer really get all upset at me recently because, you know, to them, it didn't matter. You know, they claimed that that baby can't feel pain. A baby in utero supposedly can only feel pain when they're like four or five months long. Which is baloney. That's BS. Yeah. That's the big. That's a, that's more BS. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know this is a rated PG-13 show today, but it's bull. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, why would it matter? I mean, think about that logic just for a second. Let's just say, for sake of argument, that killing a baby in utero, they didn't feel pain until that late. Does that make it right to still kill them? Or it's it's less humane to kill them earlier because they supposedly can't feel it. That's that's illogical. That's not lo- that's not logical. But the truth is, they can feel it. They can feel pain way earlier than that, and and so it's like, so what's the logic there? Uh, don't murder the baby until you know what I mean. So they they don't have as much pain. You can murder it younger, even though they still have a little bit of pain, but then it'll be over quick. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like taking your toenail. Do you want to just clip off part of it, or do you want to rip the sucker off and really scream when it happens? I mean, the pain, there's still different levels of pain. It's like, the point is, is it's a baby. It's a human being that God made, and a lot of people, they just... You're saying that rapists are God? No, I'm not saying rapists are God. <clears throat> but for whatever reason, God ordains stuff. So, you know, a life doesn't come into this world uncreated without God's approval of it. Or knowledge, anyway. So, anyway, we could go on forever on this. But I do got to tell you another breaking news story in case you didn't catch this earlier. I don't know if you happen to see this, but Arthur, the TV show... On PBS, uh, a taxpayer-funded PBS kids show, they actually had Arthur come out as gay. Can you guys believe that? Yes and no. <laughs> Jeff Mables over at ReformationCharlotte.org writes, if there, were any, if there were ever any doubt that the pagan state is fully devoted to indoctrinating our children, that doubt should be completely removed now. <clears throat> Which it should have been years ago. But anyway, the popular PBS kids cartoon Arthur has aired since the mid-1990s is now exposing children as young as toddlers to homosexual propaganda. According to their website, CPB, the parent company of PBS, 
is a nonprofit corporation created and funded by the federal government and is the steward of federal funding for public media. That means your taxpayer dollars are paying for this. Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Yeah. (laughs) TV Line reports, here are two things you probably didn't know. First, the animated children's series Arthur is still on the air, entering its 22nd season on PBS Kids. And second, Arthur's teacher, the well-read, well-dressed, well-liked Mr. Ratburn is gay. Okay, so it's not Arthur himself. It's the teacher, which that tells you something too, right? Parents need to be aware that PBS and PBS Kids programming is used in most public schools. Therefore, your children are most likely being exposed to this without your knowledge or consent. Not only is this type of propaganda subversive and immoral, in some areas it may be illegal as it discriminates against parents' rights to raise their children and teach them according to their own faith and religion. But wait. Or sanity. Yeah, let's look at this, though. So based on just this story, right, Mr. Ratburn, the teacher, right, the teacher, think about it, okay, Mm-hmm. Remember the marketing of homosexuality to America, eight hours worth over there on my YouTube channel. You can go watch it if you're super bored. Go watch it, get get educated. But the teacher, what they did, they made the teacher gay. Okay? Who is he? He's in a position of authority over who? Over children. Right? Thereby making Mr. Ratburn, nice name. <laughs> Mr. Ratburn, the the hero of the of the show. He's lovable, affable. He's in a leadership position. He's clean cut, and he's gay. That's the that's the child. That is the depiction that they are showing the children. The irony of it all. Well, and and let me back up. They're showing it to little teeny children, little baby children, like four, five, six year old little kids. I mean, kids that they have no concept of what sex is. At least they shouldn't anyway. Or what that's all about, okay? So they're making it, you know, this is gay is good all the time, right? Okay. But then on the other side, you have the transgender movement, and I have another story about that. Uh, did I send you that one? How do people feel about transgender athletes? The poll, yeah, on hot air. Okay. So in recent, in the last couple of years, uh, the transgender movement has decided, I mean, they put a full port, court press on that, right? For even with Amazon Prime, they went in, they did a, a whole series um, on that, which was actually a flop. It turned out it was a flop. But but we've seen the drag queens and all that stuff, which when you look at the book, After the Ball, which I did that eight-hour series on YouTube about, um, <clears throat> they intentionally, they even said in that book, we're not going there. That will be later. And that book was written in 1989. Okay, so here it is, what, 30 years later? Yeah, 30 years it took them to get to the point where they are depicting drag queens and all that, reading to your children in libraries, okay, and schools. Now we have transgender athletes, men dressing up and trying to transition supposedly into women who are now (laughs) in women's sports, boxing and beating the crap out of a woman, a biological woman, just a man pretending to be a woman, I mean, stuff like this. So here's an article over on hotair.com. Poll, how do people feel about transgender athletes in women's sports? Well, uh, this is a subject that's been coming up more and more lately. Not that you'll see much of it on cable news. It's the question of whether or not competitive female sports organizations, both scholastic and otherwise, should allow, quote, transgender women who were born male to compete against natural biological women. 
Most recently, we looked at a transgender powerlifter who broke four world records at a single competition, but later had those titles rejected because he was determined to be a male by the commission overseeing the sport. Well, that's nice. We actually had a sane commission in that case. So are Americans paying attention to this debate? And if so, how do they feel about it? Scott Rasmussen tackled the question recently, and the results are pretty clear. A majority of voters find such participation to be unfair to women, and only a small percentage support the practice. 23% of voters believe a person born as a male, but identifying as a female, should be allowed to compete in women's competitive sports events. A Scott Rasmussen.com national survey found that 56% disagree and 21% are not sure, just so you know. Voters under 35 are evenly divided on the question. Older voters do not believe such athletes should be allowed to compete in women's events. 32% of Democrats believe such athletes should be allowed to compete. The view is shared by 22% of independents and 12% of Republicans. 32% of voters have followed recent news stories concerning transgender athletes, at least somewhat closely. That includes 10% who have followed the stories very closely. So the survey also dug deeper. Yeah, it did. It dug deeper to learn why people are opposed. Yeah, why are those pesky Republicans mostly opposing this? Some majorities support three different conclusions about allowing biological males to compete against women. First, male athletes tend to be stronger and more athletic than comparable females. Second, allowing them to compete is unfair to the actual women. And finally, this practice will eventually lead to men dominating women's sports. All of that seemed rather obvious to me, but it's worthwhile to know where the majority of voters are coming down on the issue. Which, you know, duh. Can you say it with me? Duh. Duh. (laughs) the bible hey that ancient book that people hate you know that mostly people have it in their closet or or it's covered in dust (laughs) dust it off (laughs) the bible says women are the weaker vessel yeah we are what it does not say is we're weaker mentally that doesn't that doesn't say it. it also says that god made women to help the man, not the other way around. Some men don't ever forget that. We're here to help you, not the other way around. But I will just say, and I'm kind of sortly teasing there, but what, what I will say is we are the weaker vessel. I am. I have more fat. Women have more fat. Why? Here's a news flash. Because we were born with bodies that provide and give life, people. We are fat because we have breasts. We have, you know, milk that we can produce to feed our offspring. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Hello. So women are the weaker vessel. We are the weaker vessel physically, and that's what this is talking about. Not mentally. Some pig-headed, butt-head men out there would say, oh, yeah, you're the women, you're the weaker thing, you need to submit and kiss my feet. That's not what the Bible says. (laughs) But, But anyway, so duh, women are weaker physically than men. Hey, I have to have bareface open jars for me because I cannot open them up anymore because I got like arthritis and carpal tunnel really bad in my hand. I'm like, honey, can you open up this jar of pickles? It really is a jar of pickles too, by the way. Not trying to be funny there, but yes. Um, he's like, oh, sure. Pop. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you are. You're my superhero husband. <laughs> Able to open jars without me, you know, whatever. <laughs> 
anyway, let me get back to the article. So it says here, uh, for the party line breakdown is kind of stunning also. For any Democrats and liberals thinking of hitching their wagon to this issue, they should be aware that less than one-third of Democrats support this idea. Okay? Those numbers plummet further among independents and Republicans. To many supporters of transgender athletes competing in women's sports are trying to turn this into an LGBT issue, and that's false. This is strictly a T issue. Nobody is complaining about gay or lesbian athletes competing. Thankfully for a significant majority of the country, nobody particularly cares who you're sleeping with. (laughs) This is a question that revolves around the reason that we have separate competitions for men and women in the first place. Right. Okay? We do it because women would be locked out of the top levels of most sports if we didn't, and we don't define the two sexes for these purposes based on how you feel or how you identify. We define the categories based on your basic physiology. It's time for all of the major women's sports leagues to wake up and deal with this situation. Otherwise, they're going to wind up woking woking themselves up. (laughs) Waking themselves out of existence. Woking. Okay. Well, anyway. All right. I am a pickleball player. Okay? How many know that? Put a one if you know I play pickleball. If you don't know that, then you're new to the show. <laughs> I do. I play it, like, as much as I can. Right now, my plantar fasciitis is really acting up on my foot. But, yes, I play pickleball. And I'm going to tell you, as an athlete, and I am an athlete, I know. Look at my body, people. Yeah, you can tell. I mean, yes, I have fat on my body, but so do all the people I play with. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Hey, Cheryl. Um, So I play pickleball, and often I play doubles, and often I am the only one, I am the only girl playing in the game, okay? So I play with three men. In fact, I do it all the time because I'm one of the better women players where I go um, at the level I can play with the men, right? Okay. So I can tell you something. What I can tell you is that I have been hit with a ball when a man hits it, you know, and I have also been hit with a ball when a woman hits it. And I can tell you this. There is a huge difference in how much it hurts me when a man hits it versus a woman. Here's the other thing. In pickleball, there are tournaments. There are men tournaments. There are women tournaments. There are mixed doubles. And there are age required mint tournaments because i am 50 i actually now am uh, eligible to play in the senior olympics i know right yeah i am i'm a senior and if i want i can totally go ahead and play in the olympics if i feel like it but that's not going to happen because of my foot my point is is that women and men should not be competing you know in these events when you have a transgender individual who is biologically male really they they shouldn't be in a boxing match with a woman okay i'm just saying you may as well just go ahead and and knock the woman out because a biological man is going to beat the crap out of a woman that's just that's just how it is um and it's just it's crazy and honestly i think that this is oppression of women's rights myself This is actually an underhanded way of trying to terminate women's sports. And I don't know about you, but Title IX and a whole bunch of these other discrimination things that have been passed and they use out there, uh, there's a reason for that. You know what I mean? So anyway, I think the the article, uh, the hot air article, um, I think they make some good points. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I also, I would say this. If I was one of these female athletes and I was told, hey, 
my competitor is going to be a transgender man, I would protest it. I would go to a lawyer and I would say, you need to defend me and my right to not get the crap beat out of me by this man who is physically man, even though he's identifying as transgender. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Just so you know. All right. So here's the thing. Um, speaking of that, <clears throat> speaking of attorneys, or a court is in session, people, <laughs> presiding me, your honorable judge of Bible News Radio. <laughs> if I knew how fun it would have been to have a gavel years ago, I would have totally got one. Uh, there's something about holding a gavel that makes me feel powerful. Yeah. Oh, wait. You know, also, you can't forget this part here. You know? Anyway. <clears throat> Anyway, I will say that uh, Ladies of Justice is super awesome, and I just wanted to, you know, let you all know that uh, that we offer Legal Shield service, right? Legal Shield assistance. You know, I was on a call this morning, two of them actually, and one of the stories I heard uh, from one of the women that shared was um, <clears throat> that one of their neighbors actually. Um, Oh, no, I'll share that one. I, I heard a couple. Okay, I'll share this one. Okay, so one of my friends, she actually moved from Texas to um, to Maryland, I think it is. And when she got ready to move, um, she, she went to pods, you know, the pods, you know, not the UFO stuff, but, you know, the actual pods you buy, you buy the big containers. And anyway, she's a veteran, and she, when she signed up to get the pods delivered to her house... She told them, I'm a military vet, and do you guys have a discount? And they said, yes, we do. Well, when the bill came for her first three pods, they did not give her the discount. And she was like, hey, you know, what happened to my discount? And they're like, oh, well, we forgot it. We'll go ahead. We'll discount the next two that you get. And she's like, well, what about the other three that I have? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you go that? You'd be like, yeah, yeah, give me the other three that I have. And they told her, this is what she said, they told her that <clears throat> they have a policy that they don't give discounts once the thing has been processed. <laughs> so here's a woman who served in our military honorably, who is supposed to get a military discount. Pods does not give it to her. They decide, oh, they'll just do it for the next two. What do you think she did? Well, she tapped the app. The Legal Shield app, which, by the way, you guys can all download on your phone. And if you're a member of mine, you need to download it and get it on your phone anyway, because you need it on your phone. She tapped the app. She called up her attorney law provider, law firm, and said, hey, this is the situation that I have going on with pods, the, the moving people. And so they said, okay, we'll write you a letter on your behalf, and we'll send it to them and let them know that they owe you money. And you know what? She got her money. She, it was like, she was $389 uh, that they owed her for the discount. Now, I don't know about you, but almost 400 bucks because somebody didn't feel like giving me something or they were too lazy to do their job or they had this policy, but they wouldn't listen to her just on the basis of the fact that they didn't want to listen to her, right? They have these dumb policies. I'm telling you people, having law you know, in, in your back pocket, in the palm of your hand, having the ability to have justice in your pocket 
knowing that you have some place to go, this is why I'm training you. I'm totally doing this because I've been trained over this last year. I've been a member of Legal Shield about a year now. And I'm going to tell you something. In that time, I've had to use this service. I used it with Dinnerly recently. You know, fortunately, I didn't have to have my law firm do anything because Dinnerly saw saw that I was serious about contacting my lawyer before they did. And they gave me my money back and they gave me a credit, too, uh, just by saying, hey, you know, it's so sad that we live in an environment and a world today where where we have to do that. But I don't know about you guys. How many of you are sick and tired of having to go and do something like that because people just won't keep their word and they won't honor their commitments or they create damage? One of the other stories I heard today was um, from a, another friend. Um, Elizabeth was talking about her her neighbor who had some housework done. Um, and anyway, the house next door, the tree fell on the house. And... The owner was like, well, we didn't do it, you know, even though they're the ones doing some stuff. Anyway, it was clear that the they did it. <laughs> and there was like almost four grand in damage. And the woman, you know, the owner of the house is like, uh, you need to come and fix my house that your tree fell on. This was totally your fault. And they're like, well, we're, we're not going to do it. It wasn't our fault. And they basically said, are you sure? Because I have an attorney right here. All I got to do is call him the next day. They were out there fixing it because because they know this person is a member of Legal Shield. Well, can Legal Shield solve all your problems? You might not get the answer that you want when you use the service, but I will tell you this: at least you have that option. You have the option of calling an attorney over a situation that maybe you wouldn't have before because you didn't know you had that option. And here's the other thing: you you don't know the law in your state. That's the other story I heard, is that. There's a contract. Maybe somebody breached a contract. Maybe that contract wasn't up to the law standards in that state. You don't know the law in all the states, but the attorneys do. They'll call up and they'll go, oh, you know, in this state. I heard another story where a person got, I think it was $68,000 because of the law that they didn't know about it. <clears throat> so I'm just saying, I could go on all, I could, I could go on all day about this. But I will say this, look, hey, if you haven't signed up yet, um, go to bit.ly forward slash LOJ 2019 or contact me directly. I'll tell you more. I'll tell you what I think you need and can benefit you. If you're a business owner, you definitely want to get this. And to all my friends who already have it, if you have the home business supplement and um, you have ID Shield, I just want to remind you, in case you didn't hear me say this yesterday, your membership is a tax write-off for your business, just so you know that, okay? If you're monitoring your your social media and your credit cards under your business accounts with ID Shield, that's a business write-off. Legal Shield is a business write-off if you have your home business supplement. Okay? So those of you who need business write-offs, this membership, well, it's a write-off. So it's good for your business. In fact, I have a I have an application right here. I'm about ready to put in after the show of somebody who's who's just doing that because they saw the value in this membership. So anyway, also Ariel Ministries. You guys don't forget this. I know that Randall put it under here. Camp Shoshana is coming up uh, at camp. I really wish some of you would go to this. Um, camp is so fun, especially when you're being taught the Bible. Go there and um, you can learn more, more by going to campshoshana.com. And um, if you go there, 
uh, camp is between July 7th and September 2nd. There is one to, I think, eight-week tracks or nine weeks. You can go and study the Bible up there and learn it. And I guarantee you, even if you went one week, you would come away from that thing totally changed. Your faith would be totally increased, and you'd be, like, more on fire for the Lord for sure. It's that series, the highlights of the life of Christ from a Jewish perspective, that actually changed my walk. And yes, Randall actually just found out he's Jewish too. And I actually am Jewish. <laughs> hey, we're not tons. and We're not like 100% Jewish, but who cares, man? I got the Jewish blood in me. Um, yeah. All that. Okay. I actually have other stories too, but I know our time is up. So, Bareface, do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, not right now. <clears throat> Don't? Okay. All right. So, if you guys want to pray for my foot, that would be helpful. You're part Jewish, too? That's super cool. All right. Awesome. Now, tomorrow, I should tell you, I see my friend Jennifer in here. Just a reminder, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, Dr. Jennifer Fee and me, we are actually going to be doing our very first webinar called Five Ways to a Peaceful Mind. If you're not signed up for it yet, you can go to bit.ly forward slash um, five and the word peace. And you can sign up. And I'll tweet that out again on my Twitter in case you forget about it. Um, And we do have a special gift for those who sign up, the first 25 people. We're not quite there yet, but we're we're getting close. Uh, Yeah, you can sign up. Spend some time with me and Jennifer afterwards. I think you'll, I, I, well, I think it's just going to be fun. So it's a free webinar. It's not going to cost you anything. Uh, So anyway, so go ahead, sign up for that. And I also forgot, if you want to donate to our show because you love us so much, then you can do that by going to BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give. You can be a pillar of the community and uh, just give us however God leads. And by the way, all of you guys, thank you for, um, you know, for the support that you do give us, all of you regular donors. We really appreciate it. And Bareface is on Twitter. Uh, Bareface. No, I'm just kidding. It's Randall K. Harp. R-A-N-D-A-L-L-H-K-H-A-R-P, right? Right. Randall K. Harp on Twitter. So that's, they wanted to know if you were on Twitter. So there you go. You're no one if you're not on Twitter. You're no one if you're not on Twitter. Okay, so anyway, tomorrow we'll be back. I have a couple other stories to share with you tomorrow. Um, But do me a favor. Send your feedback to me. Tweet it. Send me a message. Text me. Give me some feedback on the show. Let me know what stood out to you, what you'd like to hear more of, you know, what you'd like to hear less of, um, and all of that. And we'll, you know, we'll do what we can. All right? So, here we go, people. Remember, be bold, stand up, and go with God, people, because he loves you. <laughs>